about three things, we were absolutely positive. First, this was a podcast about young adult fiction. Second, a part of us, and we didn't know how dominant that part was, loved these books. And third, we unconditionally and irrevocably hated them. Just a disclaimer for this episode, guys. The audio is going to be really crap because Fran doesn't have her microphone because <laughs> she's not in the country. Well, it's not going to be a really crap, but it's not as great. Same <laughs> <laughs> eh, <I> thing. <laughs> Hello, everyone. I'm Chloe. And I'm Fran. And this is Breaking Down the YA Saga, a podcast where two grown-ass women revisit their favourite young adult books with some new opinions and other sarcasm. In this episode, we will be revisiting Twilight Chapter 14. Obvious spoiler warning if you haven't read the series and why are you here? I'd like to say a huge thank you to Fop Doodles for our amazing artwork. Hello, Fran. Hi, Chloe. Oh, this is fun. We're we back again. <laughs> we were discussing the other day how we hadn't recorded for a while and we thought it was like a week and then we realised it's been like a month and a half. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Does anyone else have a feeling where like a lot of time passes all at once, but also it goes really slowly? Like, I can't even explain it. I feel like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know where September went. It was it was just before September when you came down and I feel like you were here a week ago, but we're in October. <laughs> right? It's so weird. I just, yeah, I just keep saying it. My brain just feels like that one John Travolta meme. He's like, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Super eight three four seven at the moment. No idea what's going on at the moment. <clears throat> weird time. I can't even say that it's necessary down to like lockdown stuff because like lockdowns got lifted and there's been a lot of local lockdowns, but I haven't had one here. Yeah. I don't know what's happening, but I don't know where any time has gone. Since that fifty percent off thing that they did in August, I've just lost all track of existence. <laughs> It's, it's been so weird I'm like for most of the day I'm like I don't I'm I'm really busy at the moment but in the evening I'm like I don't know what I've done all day <laughs> I know I did things but I don't know why I did it's been, it's been bizarre um I also have a confession that I would normally write a lot more notes but for some reason I just read the chapter and didn't really write that much <laughs> it's fine I wrote quite a bit so Okay, because I've got two pages. Like that's n- I normally got at least four. <laughs> like I was looking back at this morning, was like, whoops, I've not written anything. But it's fine. I because I'm sure when you say stuff, I'll be like, oh yeah, I, I yeah. noticed that. I just didn't write it down. I really enjoyed that chapter. It's so cringe. <laughs> that was one I of kept... the worst chapters. It was so yeah. long for what it was. It was yeah. No, I kept having to put that book down and just laugh. <laughs> some parts and I was like I can't and now when I just mark my notes about like what goes in what sections I just <laughs> have a laugh again so yay I honestly think that's why I didn't write many notes was because I was so just like what is going on like, it didn't write down the thing that I was going what to I just kept reading because I just needed to get to the end yeah <laughs> Uh, did you want to do a little rundown for us? Yes, so the rundown is not very long. Basically, Belle and Edward are returning from their trip to the meadow and they're just spending some time at Bella's house and just have some really awkward conversations. 
and that's yeah. basically it yeah it's crap <laughs> um i have one plot point this week i have got quite a few oh excellent i might have other points that you've got just in various places but the only one i've marked as plot is um the idea of uh, the arranged marriage between rosalie and edward so i like the fact that um I mean, I hate it. I hate that it's in there, but I like that it's in there. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's just a... Arranged marriages are a weird concept to me. And that's kind of what this is. So he found Rosalie, turned her, brought her home, was like, Edward, wife for you. And Edward was like, oh, I'm all right, thanks. And Rosie was like, yeah, I don't think he's hot. I don't want... No. <laughs> and But what I do like about that is that Carlisle respected it and didn't force that to happen. Yeah. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with an arranged marriage. I just don't understand it myself. But that's why I quite like it being in there. Yeah, I mean, I'm not that big of a fan of an arranged marriage. Especially if there's, like, a big age difference. Mm -hmm. I'm, like, fine if if the parties, like, consent to it. Like, whatever. But if it's, like, a 10-year-old girl and a 50-year-old guy, not so much. Um, (laughs) But I like that... (laughs) For obvious reasons. <laughs> but, but I like that. I, I feel like Carlisle did it from like a loving point of view mm-hmm. where, where he's like, oh, Edward is alone. And also, I, I don't think he went to Rosalie to to turn her with the thought, oh my gosh, she's going to be perfect for Edward. I think he just saw her in the state that she was when he found her, which we'll get to eventually. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also thought, oh, she might be great for Edward or Edward might be great for her. And then they didn't. And then that's that was also fine. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> like, I think that's the thing I like a lot about Carlisle. Like, you learn a lot about Carlisle in such a few sentences in this yeah. book. Because... Edward didn't have any parents and was dying and he was like oh do you know what this kid isn't going to be missed like everyone thinks he's going to die anyway I'll take him on obviously he found Esme who was in a right state and he was just like oh we've got like a little family and even when Rosalie was like I don't want Edward and then she turned up with Emmett after dragging Emmett after his bear attack and was just like hey I I really like this guy like Carlisle could have just been like no we're not doing this anymore like we're, we're a family now but he was still just like if this is what's going to make Rosalie happy then fair enough the guy is dying anyway so I'll save him and so like what, I, just, so, I just have this thought of like Emmett almost being like ripped to shreds by that bed mm-hmm. just like barely anything left of him and Rosalie's like yeah I did that <laughs> also the, so the guts out <laughs> like I don't think Rosalie gets enough credit for the fact that she found Emmett like bleeding all over the place. And as a vampire, that would have been so hard for her to like, he was a snack in multiple <laughs> forms of the word. Like, she carried him all the way home and didn't eat him. The strength of that woman. <laughs> uh, so some of my notes that, um, I mean, we already touched on a bit is that we, we find out quite a lot about vampires and the Collins in this chapter mm-hmm. so we find out Edward tells Bella how he turned so that he was found during the other pandemic <laughs> <laughs> and he almost died from that <laughs> and then Carlisle turned him <laughs> oh the irony um, 
and then um, we found out that Esme fell from a cliff and that's how Carlyle found her. And um, we, uh, yeah, the Emmett thing that he was almost called by Bear and we found out that uh, how like Alice and Jasper kind of found the Cullens. Um, we found out that there are different kind of vampire groups. So not just the Cullens, but like not just the vegetarians, <laughs> even though I agree with that one TikTok um, that I don't, I don't really think they're vegetarians. <laughs> did you send me that one or did I send that to I you? <laughs> one of us great... sent it to the other one. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great TikTok. Um, yeah, so we found out that there are quite a lot of other vampires who do travel around quite a bit and, and they eat humans. Um, and yeah, we overall find out a bit that, you know, how vampires are created. Um, what else? We also find out that Edward came to Bella's room for the first time after all the guys hit on her and asked her to dance. And he was like, gotta watch that sleep now. Gotta break into a house and just look at her while she sleeps that that's a normal thing to do um and then we also find out about the gifts especially that like alice can see the future and i have a question to that yeah um so they say you know everyone kind of brings something to their afterlife something that they've kind of had before and that just kind of gets stronger so he said like carlisle brings us compassion esma the her love the, the ability to love passionately Emma to strength Rosalie is a tenacity and Jasper can manipulate emotions so I'm like wondering does every vampire have a gift and just some are a bit more interesting than others that's what see I didn't write in the stand that's what I was because I was reading I was thinking about it because like yeah obviously Alice already had visions before she was a vampire and that's why they just got like better yeah um, and like you said jasper's charisma so i think it depends on what that ability is because like carlisle's compassion he's extra compassionate but he doesn't give like a superpower yeah exactly but it means like that's probably why he his so his power is that he can turn someone without like even wanting to drink their blood like he's yeah. fine with it because of his compassion i guess so people wouldn't see that really as a power, but it is when you compare it to like the other vampires who can't do that, I think. And I don't know, I don't know about Esme's. I can't think of anything like as a as a link to like where I can see what her like power would be from the love. I mean, could you just imagine that? Like you and your friend turn into a vampire and your one friend gets like reading minds and you get like loving passionately <laughs> like <'cause laughs> thank that you would... <laughs> thanks for that <laughs> i feel like if i became a vampire i would have something really lame like i wouldn't get a superpower it's just more anxiety <laughs> <laughs> maybe maybe my superpower would be that i get so anxious like i vibrate and become invisible <laughs> Could you imagine just being like super anxious all the time, just even more? Oh, uh, just my have PTSD is... flashbacks all the time <laughs> without any break in between. Maybe my superpower would be to cuff everyone's jeans. Like I just look at them and their jeans cuff. 
knows? What would your vampire superpower be? Please actually tell us what you think your power would be. I'm really intrigued. Um, yes, so those, those are my plot points that I found in this chapter. Well, I... I'll, um, I've got some character development in here somewhere. Yeah. Oh, there it is. Some things I really wasn't sure about where to categorize them, so... Yeah, I wasn't either, so they might be a bit all over the place. Um, I have one character development, because there's some that I wasn't sure and they've ended up in relationships. Yeah. Um, but the one I have is... is oh, my God. <laughs> uh, a vampire superpower would not be the ability to speak. Yeah. <laughs> um, I have one character development, because now that Edward talks more, mm-hmm. he's become even creepier. Yes. <laughs> he sounds like every creepy guy that's being the nice guy yeah. um and he was like oh i didn't know if i could resist and like oh like, you, what are you talking about you sound so toxic right now what are you talking about just stop it with the whole oh i didn't know if i could resist but like right now i can resist but i might not be able to what 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 just what <laughs> i love that any conversation that you have is just him about yeah, remember I could kill you, you know? Remember that? I, I wanted to kill you for quite a long time. I still kind of want to kill you. Not really, but who knows what happens in the next minute or so. Like in this chapter, he mentioned death, I think, like once, but the rest of the time he kept saying, like, I don't know if I could resist it. And he uses like he sort of like skirts around it a little bit, which makes it sound worse. Yeah. It takes it to a different place. And then he really does sound like every creepy guy ever. And you're just like, I know that's not the intention, but I'm reading this as super rapey right now. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's all I have. Uh, we're doing characters, right? I just zoned yeah. out for a bit. <laughs> <laughs> um, love, love something. I mean, could go in character, development, could go into relationships, kind of like a thing, both. I love, I just love about Bella that, you know, Edward casually mentions that he tends to break into a house on a regular occasion and watches the sleep. And she's a lot more concerned about what she might have said during sleeping that he might have had than that this guy is breaking into her house every night and watches the sleep. I have that in my critiques. I was so confused. Like every time he says something to her that's really concerning, she's always like, oh, but what about how I look in this? Not like, um, excuse me? She doesn't even question it for a second. She's just like, yeah, but like, do I smell in my sleep? Am I farting? (laughs) (laughs) That's a fair point to to put into critiques, definitely. Um, What else do I have? (laughs) Edward just keeps talking about love the whole time. It's like, the whole time, it's, it's like this massive romance thing. And I'm like, mate chill that's the first time you hung out with her for longer than like five minutes get off get off the keyboard sorry cat on the keyboard so like chill it's like this big romance thing and he keeps he keeps he's making these long speeches about how special bella is and and how much he like loves her and adores and whatever and i'm just like chill (laughs) In like two weeks <laughs> exactly um 
also, it's not really character development, but <laughs> Edward keeps humming and singing throughout this whole chapter. And I just want to know why he keeps humming and singing. <laughs> it's so weird. I see, I started thinking about it. She was like, oh, it's a song I didn't really recognize. And for some reason, I decided it was All Star by Smash Mouth. <laughs> I know everyone knows that song but Bella strikes me as the kind of person that wouldn't know it yeah she's like the guy from your work who's like I only listen to like really really independent stuff and then it's like Mumford and Sons yeah <laughs> but like, like I just imagine like he's a massive Shrek fan he watches it like every night when he couldn't sleep and he's just like I do that and she's like oh what a lullaby <laughs> <laughs> he's like do you want me to sing you to sleep <laughs> Here now. Because <laughs> it's like the years start coming and they don't stop coming. Uh, yes. And then I, I have one that kind of ties into relation. I mean, it could, probably you probably have it in critique, but um, I have it kind of like between a character and a relationship thing. So I'm just going to use that to um, segue into our next category, if I may. When Edward tells her that he keeps spying around Bella's house, she's flattered. Yeah. They're just not flattering. No. Creepy. (laughs) I just just feel like you just need to, like, spray Bella with some water every time she just has a dumb response to something weird that Edward does. Just like, no! Honestly, this girl needs help. Yeah. Um, And I I have a few other relationship points, but if you would like to go first... Yeah, I I have a couple. Um, my first being the Charlie comes home, and then he was like, "Oh, Bella, like, what's up? You seem like really hyper, excited. You going out?" And then she's like, "Oh, why today all day is he paying attention? Like, he always pays attention. He she's pays like, attention every day. Like, does she not pay attention to their own like relationship? Because he always knows what's going on with her. I feel like." They, they. I feel like Stephanie changed the relationship it just for this chapter to make the point of Bella trying to sneak away and Charlie noticing and Bella being like, "Oh my god," and just didn't consider that every single time things happened before, Charlie's already been like on it. Yeah. Um. So I think it was for like an effect, but it doesn't really work when you've already had thirteen chapters of a relationship. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Um also have like is she even wanting Edward to be there because her behavior with him right now is also very different to how their relationship has been I'm aware it's because like he's not been in a house well she wasn't aware of him being in a house before because she's like trying to have a shower like trying to calm herself down and like it's not in a having a cold shower to cool off kind of thing she was like tense and like stressed out and not feeling okay and was just trying to like ease some tension inside her yeah it just didn't sound great and I don't know why she wasn't spending time with this guy if that's how their relationship is like when they spend time together she feels tense that's that's weird yeah I mean maybe it's because he might eat her at any moment you know yeah but she She doesn't seem to be bothered by it at all yeah normally (laughs) Who knows what's going on with these two? Yeah. I, I hate all the uh, sexual tension. <laughs> yeah. 
it's disgusting like it's just not written well it makes me uncomfortable and it's not because I'm like oh two teenagers if I read that as two adults interacting with each other it's just gross it's weird I don't understand what's happening and also like it keeps being constantly throughout this book has been referred to him being a man and she's a child now there's sexual tension involved it's just so gross like I really hate it um and I also hate the fact that he talked about the fact that he was supposed to be with Rosalie. He talked about his relationship with Rosalie and how that he's loved her like a sister since the beginning. And like, yeah, she's difficult, but obviously that's his sister. And that's his sister. And sorry, Crookshank's moving. I thought it was going to be really loud for a second. Um, yeah, it's his sister. And then she goes back and is like, oh, how am I supposed to compete with Rosalie? But even though he's just explained his relationship with his sister and he doesn't see her in that way. And like, he's like, yeah, she is beautiful, but she's my sister. And I've met girls like that in real life. Like my friends have had girlfriends that are so weird about their sister. And I'm like, but that's their sister. Like their literal sister. What? (laughs) Why do you care how pretty that person is? Because they're related and they're not interested in each other. (laughs) What are you doing with your life? (laughs) This isn't a porn. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Gross. Um, Yeah, that's when I have a relationship. (laughs) Mm, I think we spoke about most of mine oh yeah <laughs> you put it in relationships I think you could probably also go in critiques or just a random point yeah <laughs> do you know sorry <laughs> I just lost so much enough during that part in the book um looking at my notes it's kind of when when Bella kind of tries to bring up for like you know you said like Emma and Rosalie like the thing they're like doing like you know like and she like tries to segue around that topic it's like but do you ever like think that we could and and she talks about sex it's very obvious yeah, yeah. <laughs> basically just tells us straight out that you could, would fuck her to death <laughs> just, oh, it's so hilarious i was like oh, no you're so breakable like it's not that if i lose control <laughs> it's just oh, it's so funny <laughs> I can imagine though, better just like, mm, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's fun. Step on me. <laughs> but then I love the whole thing where he's like, yeah, but do you even see me that way? And he's like, I may not be human, but I am a man. <laughs> which, which confirms he did run away to hide his boner last chapter. <laughs> ah, that was such an awkward conversation. That was actually a part where I just, I just had to put my book down for a second and just laugh and I was like... <laughs> but I'm right with you that I didn't even get that hint when I read it as a kid. No, I thought they were talking about marriage, I reckon. I, I think I did too, yeah, because it was like... It wasn't about even a kid Rosalie when I being, Yeah, and Rosalie being married. And I was like, oh, married. Mar- ma- mar- <laughs> marriage? Marriage. Um, but yeah... <laughs> like no if I'd lose control you know just for a second I'm too strong for you. <laughs> I'll rearrange your guts and not in a good way hon <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I don't talk like that 
when they filmed it. That's how our pats decided to talk the whole time. <laughs> Listen here, see. <laughs> <laughs> I wish they would have let that scene in. <laughs> I like I can't because I'd fuck you to death. Sorry about that. <laughs> sorry, not sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that's my favourite part in the whole chapter. Ah, uh, <laughs> so awkward. Okay, oh. moving on. <laughs> Is that all of your? Oh, yeah, the others we we discussed already, so oh, it's fine. Well, I will. Um, I'll kick off by taking it all the way back to the beginning of the chapter for my critique. Yes. I hate his driving. Yes. He's not even. The thing is, before he was like just looking and driving really fast. Now he's yeah. just not even looking at the road. Yeah, fuck you, look at the road, I don't care if you're a fucking vampire, look at the fucking road. <laughs> he's like looking out the window, looking at Bella, like turning around. Like, <laughs> he, he looks at the road for about one second of the entire drive. Reading it, a book. It just wound me up. Doing all the random things, putting some mascara on. Ah, uh, reapplying his eyeshadow. <laughs> um, some lipstick. Also, having some tea. <laughs> why is he sparkling red now? Oh, I didn't get that. It said about um the ruby something, ruby sparkles. Oh, sorry. And I guess because it's sunset, so the ah. he sparkles red now. But I, why? I don't understand. I don't know either. I'm really confused as to what is going on. Yeah. Because I was trying to use like science and I couldn't even work it out with science because it's not like the sun doesn't turn red in the evening it's just like obviously where the height is is to like the light separate I can't do science right now <laughs> I, don't know. I know how the sunset works and the colors and how you it works you keep banging your microphone with your cable well deal with it <laughs> <laughs> I uh the more passionate you get about I... science, the more banging. <laughs> um, yeah, it doesn't make sense for his skin to glow right in the evening. Well, I think a lot of things in this book don't make sense. Wait. I just, I don't know what, I don't get it. Yeah. And it's, it wasn't like he had a different, I'll try. So when he was glowing earlier, sparkling. It was like diamonds, mm -hmm. but the sun is like what you said. Does he have different color skin depending on what time of day it is? And this is stupid because that shouldn't be how it works. It's like in The Sims when you just make their skin color blue or green. Like, <laughs> I don't understand it. Which I'm gonna jump one of my points to like follow on with the sun because mm -hmm. he says about how they live in the north because it's sunless, but it's not sunless. Like, there are parts in the world where there's generally like 20 minutes of sun a day, go live there then. There's actual sun. So what causes the reaction in the skin? Because yeah. it can't just be the sun being out because the sun is out and they're out during the day. Yeah, it must be like the full-on straight light from the okay. sun. So kind of like, you know, like when you're driving, I mean, you don't drive, but like when, you, when you're like driving and you have like the shadowy bits and then the sunny bits that kind of like almost blind you when you drive through like 
Whereas when you drive next to like trees and you get like light shadow, light shadow, yeah, and yeah. you feel like you're getting a seizure. <laughs> um, I feel like that kind of straight light might be what makes them sparkle. So in the shadowy bits, they might be, would be fine. But I don't, I don't know. I honestly even then, you wouldn't okay. be able to risk going out during the day because a cloud might move. Yeah, you just have to hop <laughs> from one shadow to another one. Like clouds move in the sky. They like sometimes they're moving faster than other times, but they're not just stationary in one place. So like, you can't just hide from the sun. I don't. Where no. is the logic in any of this? It doesn't make any sense. Give there me is no. <laughs> It doesn't make. Ah, uh, it's just. I I wish it was something different. Like they can't go out in the sun. I mean, they could go out in the sun because of like certain things, and the reason why they go away on sunny days is because of. May I would prefer it if it were, like we can't go out in the sun because this is what happens, and then they like they look more like vampires because the smell of people is stronger in the heat. Like even that would make more sense than sparkly skin because like yeah, sparkle all the time. Do you know what I just realised? What? That for whatever reason I spelt Cliff. C H I F F. A chip. <laughs> First I thought, oh, did I do like an L and an I in one thing? But I was like, no, there was a separate I. Oh. I thought, I don't know what I did. A chip. I love it. <laughs> um, Is that a thing? I don't think so, okay. but it is now. <laughs> um, the weird way that oh I hate when they touch each other anyway but he was like they were holding hands and he lifted up their hands and that like, was touching her face whilst they up were with the face touching I hate it so much they were holding hands while they were doing it and it would just be so like awkward and I'd hate that oh it's the worst like if he just like lifted her hand whilst they were holding hands and like kissed her hand yeah. Like fair enough, but why are you rubbing your face whilst you're holding hands with each other? Oh, it's so weird. I hate all their interactions with each other at like all points. Um why didn't she care that he knew where the spare key was? Yeah. She was like, Oh, I I haven't got that when he was here. But she didn't care. That's so creepy and weird. He just like just went over, picked it up, opened the door. And was like, I know it's Becky, it's fine. She was like, oh, okay. <laughs> okay. When Charlie asks her if like, anyone's caught her eye, one, she could have probably said with Colin, it would have been fine. Yeah. But two, she also says none of the boys, and I use that word carefully. Now, either it's meant to be because she's saying boys because he's a vampire, but. Oh, he's a he, man. That's the a thing. Like, creepy he's old referred, man. He's referred to himself as male, so she knows yeah. that he is male. So. It is that she sees him as a man and she's still fine with this like weird predatory relationship that's happening. Oh god, I hate it. I just there's so many things that I just read it and I don't understand what is going on with this relationship. Um the fact that he's that I'm pretty sure it says, yeah, that lavender is not mouthwatering. Don't be like, oh you know, you smell like lavender and like it makes my mouth no it doesn't. Oh my god. <laughs> I recently had a lavender chocolate mm -hmm. and it was the most disgusting thing I've ever had. Yeah I'm not surprised lavender. It just it tasted like straight up as if you'd eat like a lavender spray bottle. It was so gross. Why wasn't it something like chocolate? <laughs> 
or a baked pota- buttered baked potato like something that I don't I'm just thinking of smells that I like personally. yeah I just don't think uh, lavender is not something that everyone can relate to if we're supposed to be able to understand like that like urge that you're getting from that smell yeah just be something like better bacon I'm always talking about bacon when it comes <laughs> to people <laughs> but like just something lavender is not mouth-watering oh um when oh when she was asking about like where like essentially like where do vampires come from because obviously someone turned like carlisle turned him someone turned carl someone turned that person and then he was like evolution or creation shut up edward it's evolution we know how the world works <laughs> oh so i'm trying to bring your religion into this just accept that it's science <laughs> And I, I could understand, I I read something, not really recently, it was before we started doing all this, about um, how vampires could, like, exist through evolution. It was really interesting, and I'll probably try and find it, like, yeah. up somewhere. Um, so, yeah, that's your point, Edward. It's evolution. <laughs> Creation. <laughs> Jesus. He's um, one of those people. <laughs> I mean, obviously... Um, <laughs> Uh, the final point I have is that I really hate how he has to always tell her how fragile she is. Mm. Um, because she's not that fragile. I, I understand, like, from a point of, yeah, he could, right now, he could really hurt her because he is a vampire with, like, more strength than, like, humanly possible because he's not a human. Um, but I just hate that that is seen as, like, this, like, cute kind of romantic thing as well, where he's like, oh, you're so fragile, I have to protect you because... I had that exact same thing in my last relationship and I thought it was really cute. It's not cute. It's horrible. Like you're basically telling someone that they can't cope without you. Like he's told her so many times, like he can't leave her alone because she might have an accident. Yeah. Telling someone that they can't like cope without you because they're going to hurt themselves all the time or or, like die if you're not there to protect them. And then being like, oh, like we can't be together because I'll just like break you because you're (laughs) stop it. Like, build the girl up like stop telling like even i know that literally he could break a bone in her but maybe just stop making her feel like she's so pathetic and useless maybe he's hyping himself up maybe he's like i could break you (laughs) so manly (laughs) could rip you in two (laughs) gross wow high-fiving high-five edward (laughs) Oh, I hate Edward. There's so many things there that you're saying. I'm like, oh, it's disgusting. But like, if Anthony Ramos said that to me, I'd be like, yes. <laughs> um, I have a few critique points, and I have yeah. a few like random points that are also kind of critiques, but a bit more random. Okay. Um, <laughs> I mean, I just again, you know, the sneaking around Char- around Charlie is just getting on my nerves. But I think that really. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck, Bella? <laughs> you know, when, when Edward sat in that one chair and then disappeared and then Charlie sat in that chair and <laughs> it was almost comical. Uh, how Charlie looks in that chair now, it's almost... Uh, it's like, are you saying Charlie's hideous in comparison to Edward? <laughs> I saw it was such a weird thing. It's probably because he wasn't smiling because when he smiled, she was like, damn. Damn. I just, I just realised I missed one of my points. I don't know if it's because I didn't write it down or if I didn't say it, but she didn't even care about the fact that Edward knew where everything was in her house. Yeah, she just walked in and walked in. Yeah. 
we did kind of I mean you said it oh. was the key and we kind of said that you know yeah oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah okay yeah <laughs> Just cut it out, though. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, it's, fine. it's it's still weird, though. It's it's still weird. Like she's like, oh, it's fine. <laughs> Edward is like, I live here now. <laughs> yeah. He just like open up the cupboard, starts getting some stuff out. Yeah, <laughs> already, like he moves some of his favorite things in already. <laughs> um, yeah. So that was uh, <laughs> just always like, ah, uh, it's almost comical how he sits there. Um. Then the other thing is, yeah, the weird face touching. I, I just cannot. Also, Edward, stop smelling her limbs. It's really weird. He just yeah. keeps like taking her hand and just smushes into his face. And he's like, yeah, I'm resisting. <laughs> I get sometimes someone can smell really nice. And you might, I've done it before, like to one of the girls at work. Like she's walked past and I've been like, that smells really nice. And then I'm like, is that your perfume? Can I smell it? And then I'll be like, yeah, that's yeah, but really nice. Don't, don't, you, don't and then I stop. Her arm <laughs> and then press into your face and be like, oh, I can resist. And then like, do it again every like two minutes. Like, I can understand if he just did it, like, he was like, caught a scent, then gave her a sniff and was like, yeah. yeah, that is you and that smells nice. And then just left it. But he never does. He has to keep going back for more and more and more. And it's so creepy. Also, Bella, stop letting him sniff your throat. I just find that just general, very dumb idea. Doesn't matter if he thinks he can resist. Don't let him smell right, like right there. Like, yeah. Just stop it. Be sensible. Do you want to die? I don't know. Like, I mean, <laughs> Edward asked her like if Fox already made a suicide or so. Who knows? You know. I was just like, if someone gives you like a donut, you can't just and like you can't eat it, or and you're just like, I'll just give it a sniff and you eat it. I don't know if you've seen all those. You just keep on, licking it. Yeah. On uh on TikTok, the challenge I think is like where you leave like sweets or cake and you tell your kids not to eat it till they come back yeah. and they always start smelling it and then when they've smelled it a couple of times they take a bite because they've just sniffed it too much <laughs> that's what edward's gonna do <laughs> yes um and then <laughs> the line of like <laughs> it's just a whole critique for me it's just just because i'm resisting the wine doesn't mean i can't appreciate the bouquet <laughs> I just find it so weird. Oh, I'm like, all right, mate. <laughs> good, good for you. Oh, I hate him so much. <laughs> just, just imagine a guy saying that to you. Like, seriously. I just... Oh. And then also, my last Stop point... Um, my last point, the it's the, it's the slut-shaming for me, again. Yeah. where they kind of where they spoke about sex and and she was like well have you been with someone and he's like oh no never oh my god and then he asked her and she's like oh no I would never like it's I mean it's fine but like, it's just it's just not for me and I'm like mm-hmm and and Edward was like oh thank god we're at least like we're, we're seeing eye to eye in this point and I'm like ew judgy much right just yeah uh, I I <laughs> I find it incredibly hard to believe that Edward has been around for this long and has never had sex. Yeah, that man's lying. Or, like, he's never thought... Like, he's making out like he's never thought about having sex. He's never, like, looked at someone and been like, oh, yeah, let's do it. Like, this is a lie. He's lying. A high percent. It's not like... Because if... I would understand if he met Bella now and he still wasn't thinking about it, then I would be like, then yeah, he probably hasn't. 
but Bella cannot be the only person in the world that in this whole entire time that he's still and been like, yeah. Yeah, I agree. I think um, he's lying. Um, so I know why it's come in because that would be from a writer's perspective. She would be like, oh yeah, I wouldn't have sex. But that could have just been Bella. She could have projected that feeling onto Bella that it's stupid to say that Edward would also have not ever even thought about it. Yeah, Bella's because he's really old. That. Yeah. And he's stuck in the body of a horny teenager, so stop lying. Like, I when I because when I read Twilight, yeah, I still hadn't had sex when I read it, and I was like, well, I mean, I haven't had it, but like, I definitely can see people and be like, yes. So even if she said that, I just feel like it's such a lie to be like, no, I've never felt lust towards anyone ever. I wouldn't even care if Edward said the same thing. Like, I haven't actually had sex with anyone. But there's been occasions where I've looked at people and been like, mm, I could. Yeah. Don't lie. <laughs> I about it. I get there are people in the world that genuinely never have those feelings towards someone. Yeah, but that's different. That's, that's Exactly. Different. This is just them pretending like they haven't because they do right now. So they definitely have. Little liars. <laughs> Yeah, I don't believe in what he's saying. Yeah, and then the rest of my stuff is kind of like random things, maybe mm-hmm. a few critiques. Should I just, I'll just keep going with them. Um, I, can, I think Edward is one of those people who like rolls their eyes if you listen to certain music. Yeah. Because he was like, oh, the 50s were the best, and like the 60s and 70s were shite, but the 80s were bearable. I'm like, fuck off, Edward. <laughs> I find it really interesting that he loves the 50s so much. Yeah. Because uh, it explains a lot about him as a person. Because he sees it as, like, he's the man. And she's just, like, this fragile little woman. And, like, yeah. he has to protect her. And, like, all his sexism. He's probably a racist. Like, Yeah, probably. But it's just interesting that it's not... Like, there is good music in the 50s. But there's good music throughout like all of time but I just find it interesting that he's like oh yeah the 50s was great because that wasn't a great time oh my god don't you hate when people are like I was born in the wrong decade and then they like pop <laughs> you're like you'd be dead now like you would have <laughs> no rights you'd just be at home having babies and looking after your husband you wouldn't work um you wouldn't be able to have most of the friends you have because looking at your facebook page you have a lot of uh, people of color in your yeah. group and they wouldn't be allowed to be your friends <laughs> think yeah no but i can i just think i think <clears throat> i think edward is kind of one of those people where like that just be like you know when you say them oh i don't know my favorite film was mama mia that he's he's like shooketh and it's like yeah but what about pulp fiction He's like he's like one of those people. I feel like Edward is one of those guys that goes on and on and on and on about um Fight Club, but doesn't yeah. really understand Fight Club, has like seen a few clips, maybe yeah. watched the film once but didn't really understand it. Yeah. And hasn't got the point of Fight Club. And it's like, yeah, Fight Club. I could see that. <laughs> um, what else do I have? Yeah, I just thought that was really funny. Um, Bella owns Victoria's Secret silk pajamas. Silk pajamas. Let me redo that whole phrase. Yeah, yeah. Bella. <laughs> Bella, oh, Bella, owns... Bella, Bella. <laughs> Bella owns Victoria's Secret silk pajamas. I don't know why. I just thought it was funny, and I just thought it's the I fact that her mum got them for her. Yeah. 
I feel like her mum was just being like, just jazz it up this. a little bit. Yeah. Yes. The thing is, like, she's still got the tags on them. I want to actually ever tried it on. Because sometimes, like, I don't own, like, any, like, silk pyjamas or anything. But I just feel like if someone got me something like that, I would want to try it on just to be yeah. like, hmm, how does it feel? And then be like, yeah, I know. Because she might feel a lot better, but I, I feel like, because Bella's clothes always sound like they're all, like, grotty. She wears really, like, her pyjamas that she wears has holes in. <laughs> I'm not saying that she can't wear holy pyjamas. I'm just wondering if... <laughs> holy. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm not saying that she couldn't wear those. I have pyjamas with holes in, but maybe if she just, like, on occasion wore something... Like, not she might feel a bit better about herself. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I know. Like when you put on a nice dress sometimes and you go, "Oh damn!" Yeah. Like, she hasn't had one of those moments because she just wears like rubbish clothes. Um, the line. (laughs) Bring on the shackles! I am your prisoner. (laughs) Okay. <laughs> I was like, oh, Edward, you're one of those. <laughs> like, mm-hmm, virgin my ass. Yeah, he's got a secret bondage drawer. <laughs> and you know that one day Esme found it while she was like doing a bit of a clean around the house and just never said anything. She just yeah. shut the drawer and just didn't clean Edward's room again. <laughs> <laughs> um. And then the last line that I just have on random things is Edward saying, I won't leave you. Well, Edward. That is a lie. Who lied here? Foreshadowing. I really don't want to read the second book. (laughs) I hate it so much. Fucking God. I hate the bit where she's just sitting doing nothing for so long. (laughs) Just, I, I, do you know? Do you have you have you ever had the phase of where you're like, oh, I just want to read so many books in one day. I just want to read so many books in the during this year or this month or whatever. And I was like so happy when there are just these massive white pages with just one word on it. I'm like, yeah, I'm getting along so quickly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm reading all books. Oh, yes, that'll be a short episode. Yeah, which is like, like an episode for those months. Okay, well, I like the, the font you <laughs> the the black and white are very nice contrast. Oh <laughs> okay. put some fun facts in for the word September because it was supposed uh, to be the seventh month in the year. That's why it's called September. September is a good month because that's when I was born. Hmm. October is also a good month. That's when I was born. <laughs> October was supposed to be the eighth month, but it's not. Someone found. Oh, I'm really it glad that you told me that. Otherwise, I would have been so confused thinking it was. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. Um. So I think that wraps up everything for this week's episode. If you could do us a solid and go and give us a five star review, I've watched so much regular show recently. Go and give us a review on iTunes, it would be super helpful. Um, or don't, you know, you can do what you like. Uh, we'd like to say a special thank you to Basil for our cover artwork. 
You can find him on Instagram at FopDoodles. You can find us on Instagram at BreakingDown underscore podcast or email us at BreakingDown.podcast at gmail.com. Our intro music is by Kevin McLeod and our outro music is by Silent Side. And remember, guys, it's not the end. It's the beginning. I really hate how he constantly has to tell her how. Oh no! <laughs> I know we be here now. <sighs> right, I'll just start with that again. Yeah.